Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Above the Fold with the Ag Communicators Network, a podcast for the latest headlines and conversations in ag media. I'm Holly Spangler, editor at Prairie Farmer Magazine and executive editor at Farm Progress. Today's episode is brought to you by Wiffles Hybrids. Today, I get to talk with my good friend, Kenna Rathai, who is the steering committee chairperson for the 2022 Ag Media Summit, which is coming up on July 16th through 20th in Raleigh, North Carolina. Depending on when you're listening to this, that is no more than two weeks away. Kenna is vice president, group PR director at Broadhead, but she is also a dear friend and we go way back in our AAEA roots. We have shared some real core memories around uh, an AMS table or a cocktail or in the back of the room. Kenna actually spent nearly a decade uh, as part of the AMS staff. So she has some real deep institutional knowledge of this event. And I am here to tell you, we are all the better for it. And the 2022 Ag Media Summit is going to be all the better for it. So here is our conversation and what you can look forward to at AMS. We are excited this week on the ACN Above the Fold podcast to be talking with Kenna Rathai. Kenna is the um, steering committee chairperson for Ag Media Summit 2022. Kenna, this is fun. We get to have Ag Media Summit again. I know. I'm so excited, Holly. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's um you know, I felt like during the pandemic, one of the things we missed a lot of things, right? But we, <laughs> I really missed as a professional Ag Media Summit, you know, and 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 like they did such a good job of trying to pivot and having it um, virtual. But like to get back together last summer was just really good <laughs> for everybody, I think, and and really looking forward to this year the same way. Yeah, the the top two uh, things of value that attendees always say is networking and professional development. And we lost the networking part. So we're really excited to have it back. <laughs> we really miss those back of the room conversations <laughs> in during Zoom time. That it just it's just not the same. It's not the same. So well we are, let's see, when this comes out, we will be about two weeks away from Ag Media Summit which is super exciting and also maybe a little like, ah, panic <laughs> for maybe for those of you who have things to do and, and for everybody else who, you know, has a lot of uh, things that need to be done before Ag Media Summit. So tell me what, what that looks like for, for you right now. Like, like what, what are y'all doing and what are the last minute um, jobs being done? Well, it's hard to believe, but just a, a week or two ago, we were shifting some timings of the sessions. You'd think all of that would be done by now, but um, it's really just the, the the little details, like you know what AV projectors need to be in the rooms, and do speakers have all of the information they need, and um, you know are all the sign is all the signage on the truck already, things like that. Yeah, yeah, all the little details. I bet that AV stuff takes a lot. Just it to- does nail everybody down on what they actually need and um, get all that stuff from the from the hotel or the convention center. And we're continuing to get registrations. Um, so it, just because you missed the early bird discount deadline does not mean you can't register anymore. We can, you can actually walk in the door that day if you happen to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's amazing. That's amazing. Kenna, I was thinking like you have a long history of working with Ag Media Summit. Like I want to say from the very beginning, is that right or, or no? Um, almost. Um, I've been on uh, 
previously AAEA member for almost my entire career. So more than we won't say how many more, years, <laughs> more than 25 years. Um, and then, you know, I served on staff when I freelanced as part of my career. So I was on staff and helped uh, put on the event um, for about nine or 10 years. So it was, I, I did take a break once I do- dove back into full-time uh, work with a company, but um, it, it is fun to be involved again as a volunteer um, and to be able to get to work with so many great other other volunteers and staff. Um, it's yeah. really kind of like coming home and an Ag Media Summit is just something that I've always been passionate about. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you bring a lot of institutional knowledge you know, I know we never want to be like, oh, but we've always done it this way. But like, just to be able to say, well, this is how we did it. And this didn't work or this worked or, you know, this is a good way to do things that that's got to be helpful. My committee is probably tired of me <laughs> saying those things. <laughs> I try not to get too mired in the past, but I, there are some things that we've tried and have not worked. And then we just discuss it and say, OK, we're going to try it again and we'll see how it goes. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. So the theme this year is on point, which has to do with the whole research triangle park, explain a little bit, like what's, what's this area that we're going to? Cause uh, you know, a lot of us maybe have been there, but maybe a lot of people haven't too. Sure. So yeah, Raleigh is known um, it, near that area is known as uh, research triangle park. Uh, it is the leading and largest high technology research and science park in North America. So it's home to a lot of big agriculture companies that everyone would recognize. And the greater region is known as the Triangle region because of the, the, the Tri-City area. We also fit together the theme and the design. So building on the idea of, of points in a triangle, attendees are really looking to stay on point. So meaning to sharpen their skills, you know, be on their game, get things right. Uh, a triangle also represents the three organizations that govern Ag Media Summit. So it all really fit well together. And you'll nice. notice that even in the logo, um, it means things like I'm not a designer, but it just amazes me what they bring to the table. Uh, the blue color represents one of the main colors of the North Carolina state flag. And then the repetition of the three triangles, you know, they represent that three tripoint research triangle cities. And then also the three governing bodies of, of Ag Media Summit. Nice. I love a good symbolic logo. Absolutely. <laughs> so, okay, what is it? How do, you, how do you guys come up with a theme? Like, what does that look like? Are you sitting around a table somewhere and throwing ideas at the wall? Like, how does this, how do you come up with a theme? That is exactly what happens. It is a, <laughs> sometimes it is a true brainstorm. Sometimes one of the committee members will have an idea in their head and they bring it to everybody. And mm-hmm. in this case, I, I am really proud to say it was my idea. <laughs> so normally I oh, give nice. credit to other people, but in nice. this case, but we, we batted around more than just that idea um, in the committee. So I don't know, it just, when I heard it was going to be in Raleigh when we chose that uh, town, it just seemed to make sense. Nice. Nice. That's very cool. It's very cool. So we're offering tours on Saturday as, as we always do. Yes. What, do what do those look like? It's, it's been a struggle because we weren't sure how many attendees would come and, and all that, but man, North Carolina just offers and, and Raleigh specifically just, we don't want to go too far afield from the hotel. Um, nobody wants to be on a bus for three hours, but mm-hmm. North, North Carolina just really offered so many options that we could not, we could not do more than, or could not do just one. We had to do two. We knew it. Um, and we had, to, uh, North Carolinians 
um, plan these. So it's very excited. Uh, Des Keller and Casey Hinnant both helped and they're both from, from North Carolina. Nice. Um, so the two are, you know, where city meets country. There are things like a denim factory and store, um, an experience, experimental farm that uh, North Carolina State University is part of. Um, there's a creamery, cheese making. Nice. Of course, there's going to be some tastings. And then um, a brewery that is in uh, Durham, North Carolina. So that's our city meets country. And then we have more of a traditional uh, farm to fork tour that includes, gosh, there's six stops. I, I They're going to be exhausted. Um, <laughs> there's a family hog farm that's um, run by the executive director of North Carolina Farm Families, which is so interesting. Um, there's a biogas facility. Uh, this place uh, converts methane from lagoons to renewable natural gas. You know, that'll be fascinating. There's a, a grain farm that um, sources a lot of commodities to Smithfield, Fo Smithfield Foods. Um, there's another, you know, hog production uh, division that um, it controls an estimated 90% of all hog production in North Carolina, which we all know North Carolina is one of the biggest. Um, and Scott Farms, you know, another uh, more of a diversified farm with sweet potatoes, tobacco, wheat, soybeans, corn. And then they end at a tobacco museum, which will be really cool. So we're excited to offer um, a lot of different tours. So if you if you haven't registered yet and you don't have your travel plans set, um, definitely take a look at those on agmediasummit.com um, and you can read a little bit more about them. Excellent. And that area, I didn't realize this until you were, were talking the other day, is known for golf, right? Yes. Um, this enter our welcome party. <laughs> yes. Uh, North Carolina is really a golf mecca. Um, people may have heard of Pinehurst, where the Open has been uh, hosted. And that's, again, I, I'm a big golfer. So I was all about a golf themed welcome party. And and a lot of people listening to this will, will know that we, we call it famous welcome party for a reason. Um, we just have a ton of fun before the work starts on Monday. So it is a golf theme. Um, our, our group does like to uh, dress to the theme. So the great thing about this is you can wear shorts and a t-shirt and be in line with the theme. So feel free to dress casual. Um, dress to the nines if you want, um, you know, maybe a little Payne Stewart uh, activity there going on. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, John Deere is our big sponsor there. So I'm sure you'll see some green uh, things other than just some putting greens and there'll be a lot of fun activities. Nice. Very good. Very good. Well, that will, and, and I know when, like when, again, when we talked about this the other day, we were talking about like, you don't have to be a golfer, which is good. Cause I'm not. So <laughs> no, there'll be, fun, yeah, there'll be fun little activities. Everybody can hit a, a, a putter. Nice. Nice. Excellent. Okay. And so I feel like, you know, looking back on past ag media summits, you know, there's a lot of speakers that stand out. Um, but also a lot of keynote speakers that stand out, you know, yep. it's just really memorable for, for one reason or another, who, who are, you know, who are we looking at this year and, and um, who are you excited about? Well, this is um, the first year that I can remember that we actually have a keynote speaker kicking the whole thing off on Monday morning at breakfast. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited about that. Usually Monday breakfast is just, you know, come and go open house kind of thing. Right. Uh, 
but this year Scott Mason is going to talk to us and he um, he works for the local a local TV affiliate uh, WRAL and he um, he is he is known as the Tar Heel Traveler so he is uh, the winner of more than 100 journalism awards and he auth- he has authored several Tar Heel Traveler books so he will talk about his um, experience in traveling the the state and people he's met along the way and how he puts together his stories so really excited about that that's very cool I think just that idea of a storyteller I think that appeals to everybody no matter what your job is in in communications and we kind of continue that theme on Tuesday um Deborah Noel will speak for a couple hours actually it's a pretty deep dive and you can I think you can you'll be able to come and go from her session, but she's a career journalist um, that'll share about her career, the industry, lessons she's learned. Uh, she is the host of PBS North Carolina's show called North Carolina Weekend. So we all love to listen to the speakers on PBS shows. Um, she is going to be great. Neat. Very cool. Well, and I was going to ask you about that, like the scheduling, because it looked a little different there on Tuesday morning, you know, with a, a block of time with that speaker. How do you, you know, when, when you guys are sitting down and starting to plan some of this, you know, how do you go about figuring out what goes where? And there's a lot of sessions here as there always are, but like, what is that, what does that process look like? And how do you decide what goes where and how you structure it all? You're right. It, it is a big puzzle. Um, Sheila Grabowski is our program chair this year. That, that is like the workhorse volunteer position. And she has. Way to go, Sheila. <laughs> she has outdone herself. Um, we <laughs> literally have 24 sessions on Monday. So it's crazy. Um, but we, you know, we have notes from year to year that pass along to the new program chair. And we start with past ideas and speakers that maybe didn't make it in for one reason or the other. Maybe they weren't available. We really wanted them um, or speakers that we've loved in the past that we want to bring back. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't get tired of hearing from some of those. And especially if they talk about something a little different from year to year, mm-hmm. but then it really becomes a true brainstorm um, with the program committee around each category. So we always want to make sure that we have uh, things for photographers, writers, uh, PR folks, company, corporate people, um, you know, designers, uh, you know, there's, there's just something for everybody and it, it truly is a puzzle and you just, it starts to coalesce, um, (laughs) after a while. And we try and, uh, just make sure that we have a balanced level of, um, all those categories, but also a balanced levels, you know, from beginner to advanced. We, a lot of our attendees are seasoned um, members. And so a lot of them, we try and get a little bit more advanced, but we do have several uh, beginner sessions too, because we have a lot of students attend. Yeah. Um, we want to make sure that we're, we're kind of growing them up. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I noticed it looked like there was maybe more social media sessions this year um, in years past. And and, and granted, we've had a lot of social media, right? We've talked about that over the last 10 years or so, but, um, you know, maybe what's the, what's the angle this year? What's the thinking there? Yeah, we, I feel like we've only had like one or two social media sessions in the past and they were pretty general. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really felt like we're now at the time that we need to dig deeper into different angles. So 
This year we have, gosh, one, two, three, four, five, I think. Um, we have one on strategy. You know, we really haven't talked about talked about the strategy behind how a business um, or a company or a, a media outlet um, puts strategy together. We also have one on um, how to use social media uh, to grow community. You know, mm -hmm. how do you grow that community online uh, in different ways? Mm -hmm. uh, we also have more of a, a design part of it. So we know designers are in, you know, butts and seats there. Um, so how do you use social media to build video and animation? So it's a little bit more technical, um, not the people doing the strategy. And then we are also going to talk about uh, analytics, social media analytics and the data behind it, which is so robust these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it feels like there's more to social media than, than there was in the past. I mean, like, like we could be a lot more strategic about it mm -hmm. than we have been in the past, which is nice seems as I look through this that there's kind of sessions for every level right and you, and you kind of spoke to that a little bit as, as you're trying to plan that out you know yeah how many students do we have come to this I mean there's got to be a lot there's there's over 100 so anywhere between 100 and 200 so even things like freelancing I mean we have two we have a lot of freelancers in our group and we have two freelancer sessions and one is pretty basic. It's, you know, how to, how to start as a freelancer, literally <laughs> how to start. Freelance um, one. Yes. And then we also have a little bit more advanced one when it, where it talks about the business side and we have a panel of freelancers. So that's yeah. interesting too. And then okay. like you mentioned photography. Um, we do have a pretty, you know, a little bit more beginner level on how to capture the ideal headshot, for example. But then we have, you know, uh, Lindsay Kennedy talking about photographing a day in the life and shooting with mirrorless cameras, which is definitely not beginner level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited about that mirrorless camera um, session. Like, I, I just like to hear what some people who are using them are, are learning. So mm -hmm. that will be good. And I saw more sessions on podcasting too. Just looking through the agenda, what's what's the thinking there? Just clearly, clearly some feedback, right? That, that people want to know more about podcasts. Well, the interesting thing is, and I don't know the stat. I should have looked that up, but uh, podcasts bloomed during the pandemic. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, everybody was trying to get their hands on things to keep them occupied uh, during COVID, and so. Um, podcasts really just shot up in listenership. So everybody's kind of paying attention to them again. Um, mm -hmm. They kind of went by the wayside for a while, but so we do have a couple different ones. One is they're very different angles. Uh, one is all about um, the technical side of it, how to produce it, what tools you need, mm -hmm. um, if you're going to do it yourself. And then the other one is more about using it as a communications vehicle. You know, how do you market your podcast? You know, you can't just put it out there and, and people will come to it. You know, how do you think about the strategy behind it and what kind of content you're going to cover and how you'll promote it and mm -hmm. your audiences, things like that. That's fantastic. I was looking for, I went on Amazon the other day to get, I needed a microphone and it cracked me up as I'm searching for that, like the amount of equipment that's available right now, that's geared around podcasting. Yes. <laughs> it's clearly, clearly people are shopping for it because it was in all those Amazon, you know, product description headline things. Um, well, and what about um, marketing? I mean, what what session are you 
most excited about there? Um, you know what? The, the social media sessions I'm really excited about. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not the social media director at my company, but I definitely am on the outskirts and need to know um, enough about it where I can counsel clients on it. Right. So um, that does help. The, the other one I'm excited about is um, it's called One Size Never Fits All. And it's about how companies market content. And it's a panel of our members. And it's they it, it and it's it's based on publications um, and media outlets, um, but or, I'm sorry, not media outlets. It's based on publications, but some are online first, some are print only, some are you know a little bit of both. So it's going to be really interesting to hear from them and, and about how they look at it and what their audience wants and needs, and that's really what you have to have to go for it. So it's um, some of the custom publications in our group. That's interesting, for sure, for sure. Well, and and certainly, I feel like, you know, the writing sessions are such a big deal at AMS, right? Like, everybody's writing in some way. <laughs> if it's not, you know, a feature somewhere, it's, it's you know, um, different information for clients or whatever. So there's, there's just a lot <laughs> that can be picked up in, in those sessions. What, what do you consistently hear that people want out of Ag Media Summit writing sessions? I think pe people always want to know how you did it. <laughs> so that's why we, um, we, did, we do have a, 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 a panel of our writers of the year, uh -huh. uh, which I'm super excited about. And I think people will get a lot out of. They just want to hear stories on you know, what were you thinking? How did you put that story together? You know, and, you know, these are people talking about the stories that won them writer of the year. These, these are, these are it. I mean, this is the pinnacle. This is what we're going after. And if you get a few nuggets out of what they're saying, and you can turn your writing around and improve literally the day you get home and back in at your own desk, um, that's what people are looking for. That's fantastic. I think like, like you get so much inspiration, I think just sitting there listening to people like that talk and, and come home fired up to <laughs> do it a little better next time and Absolutely. whatever. Okay. And then I think the other big part of at least what I get out of Ag Media Summit is Info Expo and, and getting to talk to some of those folks and, and getting to look people in the eye, right? That, you know, you maybe don't, you, you email all the time or whatever, um, but don't see as frequently. So that's kind of nice. So what's happening with Info Expo um, this time around? Yeah, there's a lot of new things going on in our Tuesday schedule. It, it, you mentioned earlier, it does look a little bit different. Mm -hmm. um, that's the great thing about Ag Media Summit is we can try new things. And we can try different things the next year. So we're going to try this out. We're actually kicking it off uh, with breakfast in Info Expo, which we usually do. But this year, we're also including a newsmaker panel. And that'll be on sustainability, climate change, and regenerative agriculture. So hot topics um, in our industry. Um, and there's speakers from, you know, all different sorts of, of lives. And that, sure. that'll be interesting. It'll, it'll, get people to kind of come to Info Expo, walk around, um, visit with the, like I mentioned, networking is a big uh, value to everybody. And, and that includes Info Expo and talking to a lot of these companies. Nice. I didn't realize that was in Info Expo. It is. It is. It's in a, it's in an area there. We have a, a we'll have a stage set up um, on one end 
-hmm. then on the other end um, is a little area where we're going to have these things called info gather sessions. So this is new. Um, companies uh, at a certain sponsor level could sign up for 20 minute sessions and they are just going to go and, and share news and information with our attendees. Um, there are five of them throughout the morning. So that'll be interesting. That'll be uh, brand new. We've kind of uh, taking that idea from some of the other industry conferences that we all attend. Mm -hmm. We're going to see how it goes. So kind of like a mini press conference or not really? Yeah, or absolutely. Like yeah. And they can talk about educational things. They can have their agronomy expert talk about something. Um, they can talk about a new product introduction if that's that's um, what they want to talk about. But um, I am not privy to what those topics are. But uh, yeah, that's going to be my next question. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, um, it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah. So what, what's the facility like, you know, where, I mean, relative to the hotel, where we're coming from, Bo Expo, where the sessions are, all that good stuff, the, the big meals, that kind of thing. Yeah, we, um, we have the benefit of the steering committee uh, and the staff got to visit it uh, last fall, I think it was. And it is so beautiful. I can't even tell you. <laughs> it's, first of all, the, the hotel itself, um, which is the city Marriott, I believe, uh, is, is a great little hotel. We're going to be the only group in there, I believe, from what I hear, which is fantastic. We, we love that. Um, but then that's, that's where our, that's where our sleeping rooms are. Everything is, all the sessions are at the convention center. Okay. It is literally, it's not even a road. It's literally a sidewalk that you have <laughs> to walk across. And I have, I've been in a lot of convention centers in my, in my career. I've, this is one of the most beautiful ones I've seen. Like it, you don't, you don't use the word beautiful in convention center in the same sentence. Sure. Not always. Yeah. But it's lots of windows. It's bright. Um, even the, the rooms, usually when you're in a, in a convention center room, it's like a dungeon. They have a block of, uh, like a little glass block. Hmm. So you see, you get the outside light in even to those. So it's, it's, it's great. Um, it's a great facility for our group and I'm really excited. Very cool. You know what that makes me think of was in Sweden for IFAJ a few years ago and how their, um, you know, all their, their indoor meeting spaces just were full of windows just to be able to enjoy what's actually outside. If you, if you have to be inside. <laughs> Absolutely. That's neat. That is neat. Oh, and one other thing, there is a, um, there is a concert venue, like an outdoor concert venue right next to our hotel convention center. And we tried to see if there were any concerts um, at that same time. And I, I can't remember what ended up to be, but um, well, I, I got to look at that again to see, you know, the, the open nights, Monday night and Saturday night, if there's anything going on. Yeah. It could be a fun little uh, side diversion. Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. And we always have receptions, right? What We've got first timers reception. There's a NAMA NAFB reception. When, when do all those happen and what else is there? Yeah, the first timers reception, um, it, it's really sometimes can be intimidating if you've never been to Ag Media Summit. And we, we don't want people to be intimidated at all. So that happens actually right before the welcome party on Sunday evening. Um, I don't have the times right in front of me, but I think it's around four o'clock. Mm -hmm. And that is actually at the hotel. There's a little side room off the lobby bar. And um, we just encourage everybody who's never been to come and, and meet people. Um, sometimes you're with coworkers and you know some people, but sometimes you don't know a soul when you walk in that door. And that's a great way to kick off your experiences to just to get to know people. 
Um, and, and then we roll right into the welcome party uh, Sunday night, uh, Monday evening, a reception is in <clears throat> the uh, info expo. So that'll be like 4.30 to 7, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and that is where, you know, we'll have beverages and a little bit of food and everybody can kind of meet and greet. It's kind of the first time we're interacting with those companies at, at exhibits. Um, and then after that, Monday night is usually our free night. So people sometimes will go to dinner after Info Expo closes. And then NAMA and NAFB do a joint uh, reception, late night reception that night. So it's the National Agri-Marketing Association and the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. And they are affiliated industries um, and our partner partner associations. So we, we appreciate that a lot. Um, and that too will be, it'll start around 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. And that will be right in the hotel, right off that, <clears throat> right off that lobby bar. Um, so convenient, a great way to kind of and recap off your evening and uh, talk with people in the industry. Nice, very convenient. I like that. That would be good. That would be good. Well, these are all like um, a lot of reasons that make me look forward to this <laughs> in yeah. just a couple of weeks. Um, and just to see everybody again and to see you again. Yes, it'll be fun. Will be. Okay, so one last thing. You've got a lot of people making this happen, correct? Yes, I, I have to give a huge shout out to um, our steering committee and staff. And I, if you don't mind, I would love to just mention people by name. For sure. I was just going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Mindy, Mindy Ward and Bill Spiegel uh, represent Ag Communicators Network. So sure. they're on board with that. And then Aaron Worrell and Sheila Grabowski represent Livestock Publications Council. And Sheila, I mentioned earlier, is also the program chair, which is a huge job. So much work. Yes. Um, our third organization is Connective uh, Ag Media Council. There are publishers. And Jeff Moore and Matt Herman represent those organizations. I also mentioned, but they deserve a second mention, uh, Des Keller and Casey Hinnant, who put the Saturday tours together. Amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and then Samantha Kilgore and Lindsey Grumpf. They're our event planners. You'll also recognize their names because they are also our exec directors of our um, organizations. And they um, are just, this is an extra job for them. And they are, have been working tirelessly to put it all together. And we're so excited to have them on board to do that. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. It is a ton of work <laughs> to pull yeah. off something like this with so many moving pieces for so many people, but we sure appreciate everybody's time. And we literally start planning after uh, on Wednesday morning, <laughs> sometime <laughs> um, after the, uh, the event. And if anyone wants to get involved, there's big jobs, there's little jobs, there's jobs in between. Um, we need bodies, um, the, you know, I don't know, you know, whatever makes the, the work merrier, you know, more, right. more help. So um, would absolutely love if anybody come, wants to come up to me at Ag Media Summit or shoot me a note um, otherwise and want to help, I can get you in touch with the right people. <laughs> we have a job for you. That's what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Kenna, thanks for, thanks for doing this today and sharing a little more about Ag Media Summit. We're for sure looking forward to it and uh, we will hope to see everybody there. July 16th to the 20th, right? Yeah. It starts with the Ag Tours on Saturday, July 16th. Um, that's optional. And then it uh, people depart on Wednesday, the 20th. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you, Kenna. We'll see you there. Thanks. 
friends, I always look forward to the Ag Media Summit, but I came out of this conversation pretty much ready to pack my bags and go now. <laughs> I hope you'll be there too. And if you aren't already planning to attend, it's not too late. Check out agmediasummit.com for registration details and to get a closer look at all the program stuff that Ken and I talked about. And stay tuned to this podcast because we have a fantastic series coming up next, looking at the future of print media in agriculture. We are real grateful to Wiffles Hybrids for sponsoring this conversation. And I'm Holly Spangler. Thanks for listening to this episode of Above the Fold with the Ag Communicators Network. And we will see you at the Ag Media Summit.